Welcome, everybody, to Two Productive Teens, a podcast about the ways to improve life as a student through the power of productivity. My name is Will Jordan. And I'm Alex Gold. And we're both juniors in the IB Diploma Program at Norcross High School. Alex, I know this is kind of a weird situation for the both of us. Would you mind explaining to the world out there through the internet why we're doing this podcast in the first place? So we are uh, students in the IB Diploma Program. And it's known for how stressful it is and the amount of work. So we have developed strategies to deal with the stress. And we thought it's important to share it with the world. This activity is CAS, which stands for Creativity, Activity, and Service. And this is our main CAS project. And we want to share our knowledge with the world. Yeah, we're really, really stoked to, uh, to get started with this thing. So I guess we should jump right into things. This first episode, as you could probably tell from the title, is about getting things done, which is an incredibly difficult thing at sometimes for students because we spend so much time of our lives in a seat at school or in a desk or even, you know, in a time of like COVID-19, which we're both in right now, um, just even sitting in a desk chair at your laptop or at your computer. So we wanted to talk about procrastination and productivity first and foremost. Over the past couple years, I've become almost like obsessed with productivity and the ways that I can improve my life in, you know, small, manageable ways that make it easier for myself as a student. And from a non-procrastinator's perspective, um, if you're trying to be productive, I think that most of all, you don't have to worry about the future. Like if you're doing things right, the future is something that you don't have to worry about at all. But to me, there are also, there are significant problems with procrastination, you know, especially as a student. But sometimes if you're really trying to be as productive as possible, you're only seeing the trees and you're not seeing the forest. You're focused on the granularity of an event and how it might benefit you in the long run, but you're also missing out on part of your high school experience, which is something that I've really been regretting these days. Um, where right now, I mean, Alex, you and I are both living in a global pandemic and it's tough to ignore the fact that, you know, our time is limited in high school and we want to be living that time up as best we can. And so if you're trying to be productive all the time, there's a problem with not being a procrastinator, trying to get all your work done. Sometimes you're missing out on stuff. What What's your opinion on that? Um, Personally, I am... A procrastinator, but it works out for me usually. I tend to get stuff done in the long term, but it's especially problematic if you keep putting it off. So a procrastinator that does that, they will have a lot of problems in the future. But if you just plan ahead and you do some procrastination, you'll probably be good in the future. Yeah, I mean, for me, especially back in middle school, like I was caught in this vicious cycle because I was a horrible horrible procrastinator. And to some extent, you know, I still carry that stuff with me because high school, sometimes it can just be so overwhelming that you are, are bogged down by the stress of just thinking almost for me about doing all this work and getting it done and turning it in on time. So you get caught in this like vicious cycle of, I don't want to do it because I want to do other things And then you regret not doing the work. And then it just continues and continues and continues until it spirals out of control. Um, And it's, it's detrimental for now, but just as much for the future. I think that 
when I was in middle school and when I was still like really having these kind of procrastinating tendencies, I was thinking about, oh, this is kind of just a bump in the road, you know, I'll be able to, to make things up for the future. But this more than anything is a habit. This is something that we are building up over time and it becomes a part of us, I think. Um, and these kind of habits, if we develop the wrong ones at a large enough scale, it can prove to be really, really damaging for our lives, not just as students, but, you know, going into the future as people in the workplace or as people who, you know, make commitments outside of doing homework. Especially for like people get by in high school while procrastinating and they go to college and they think they could do the same thing. It can be really problematic because there's a good chance they'll just go to parties and put off all their work. And then one day it's all due and they fail out and have to drop out, which is just really bad for them. Oh, absolutely. Like, I think that as people in high school, our goal shouldn't be just meeting that bar. Because in the end, in, in a lot of things, if you want to progress in the world, it's not just hitting the bar. It's going significantly above and beyond and showing people, proving people that you can, you know, cross that bar and you can impress people. And if we are constantly stuck in this vicious cycle of procrastination, we are going to lose touch with the end goal. Um, which I think that segues really, really nicely into our next talking point here, which is like the ways that we can train ourselves to become more productive. Um, I read this book by a guy named James Clear recently called Atomic Habits, and it basically boils down to small, easy practices that will build up over time. Habits are how we should be seeing our lives, not goals. Goals are intangible. They are too much in the future for us to be able to see. But if we're setting habits, they are really like they become a part of our routine. We do them constantly and we reinforce them as long as they're good ones. But there can also be, you know, bad habits. The way that Clear puts it in his book is that atomic habits are regular practices or routines that aren't only small and easy to do but they're also the source of really incredible power because they are a component of this system that he talks about of like compound growth, where us getting these tiny little things throughout the day done, the things that we put on our to-do lists or in our agendas or whatever, along with habits, that is this system of compound growth. And he talks about bad habits by saying that they are going to repeat themselves again and again not because you don't want to change your habits, but because you aren't using the correct system to accomplish the habit in the first place. It's almost like, you know, having a bad habit stems from trying to have good habits. Like, Alex, can you talk about, you know, any habits that you've tried to build over this year, especially like going into IB and how things might have changed for you over time? Have you kept the good habit or have you kept the bad habit? Uh, definitely. I've taken this SAT class. Um, me and Will just took it uh, oh, a few days ago. Don't mention and, uh So I'm in this class, and it's recommended to do a passage of reading per day. I've tried to stick with it, but the IB diploma just gets in the way all the time, personal life, and I really haven't been able to meet that goal. And because of that, I don't know how I did on the SAT. Um, but yeah, you need a 
stick with your goals or habits and um, follow through. Yeah, like sticking with it, especially James Clear in that book, and I definitely recommend that you try and read it if you're looking for some good inspiration. That's the thing that he stresses the most because if we're setting good habits, that's a great start and it gets us motivated to be productive, but more than anything, keeping it as a constant practice, that's what's going to make our lives so much better and it's going to make things easier to tackle. If we are able to break up really large tasks, like right now, Alex and I are both juggling many different large scale projects like essays and reports and all that kind of stuff. Those things are pretty intangible. They are long and they're super sophisticated and it's difficult to like immerse yourself and like really try and sit down and get things done. So if we're able to break those things up into compact steps, our lives are going to be so much better in the long run because you can say that the habit that you're building by getting this piece of homework done, whether it's an essay, whether it's even, you know, a couple practice problems for a math class or whatever, by breaking things up into small pieces, we are almost gamifying the system. And we're saying, if we're able to break the things that we need to do in a day up into small fragmented pieces, it's going to improve that tiny little amount of satisfaction. It's going to make it more uh, abundant in our day. And I think in general, that's awesome. Like the feeling of finishing something really long and just pressing that turn in button, man, that's an awesome feeling. Another thing that Clear says in the book is that the changes that we're expecting through doing these habits, we shouldn't expect them to be immediately evident. In fact, like over time, they probably won't happen or be discernible for a long time. But this kind of repetition is what really matters. Alex, you were talking about the SAT. Like, why, why did you struggle with getting that kind of stuff done? Because I know if I were in your shoes, I would absolutely feel the same way. Because like the stresses of high school are so, so difficult these days. How did you approach it? And then taking this SAT, what would you change about your experience and how you applied productivity into your life? Yeah, so, like, I have the mindset that I'm going to do it every day. But just when I sit down, I think I it's schoolwork. I don't want to do it too hard, and I just go do something else. And I really regretted it on this SAT because um, I wasn't as prepared as I should have been. So in the future, I definitely need to sit down and make myself do it because it will really improve my score and uh, help me with my life in the future. Absolutely. One thing that has helped me kind of center myself when I'm trying to approach some kind of big habit or big project or whatever, it sounds a little kitschy, it sounds a little cheesy, but it's actually kind of worked for me. And it's meditation and, and mindfulness practices. There's some really, really cool resources out there that you can find, whether you're a student, whether you're somebody outside of the high school community, whatever it is, um, apps on your phone, like the Headspace app, for example, or Calm. Uh, those are fantastic resources. Also, the 10% Happier podcast. That's another really great podcast that I'd absolutely recommend to people. Um, it's a way of centering yourself. And it's not some kind of, you know, great prayer that will 
make you enlightened to the world. It's just these tiny little things that help us become more in touch with ourselves, with the way that our mind works. Um, and when I'm trying to approach some big problem in that way, I think it's a great, great tool to have. Alex, have you ever like flirted with the idea of trying meditation or mindfulness or what do you think about that in terms of, you know, our lives as students being productive, calming ourselves, stuff like that? Um, personally, I've never meditated at all. Um, but the stress of high school really gets to a lot of people and it's important that you just sit down, um, calm yourself, think about what you should do, plan everything out so you're a lot less stressed. And um, yeah, it's super important for many high schoolers and everyone after that. One one great resource also that I found is an app called Breathwork, B-R-E-A-T-H-W-R-K. So the O is missing. Um, what it is, is it's an app based around breathing exercises that Navy SEALs use to calm themselves down in high stress situations. It's really, really weird. But by going through these breathing exercises, I really feel as though I am more calm and I'm more ready and I'm focused to get something done in these small, these small little goals. So addressing this whole issue, finally, of getting things done in general, there are a couple really easy tools that you can use to make that conscious decision, to take that step, um, to become somebody who is moving out of that procrastination bubble. Um, for me, those things are a task list, keeping a calendar, and finding things that generally you enjoy to use. Alex, do you have any tactics that you've applied over this year, especially to like get things done? Yeah, it doesn't have to be like fancy, like um, you don't have to pay for something or anything. You could literally just go to like some notes app and just write down a list of stuff you have to do. Like I have uh, a list of each class I have and then just a other category for anything else. And I'm able to plan everything out and get it done when it's due. It's something as easy as that, that is consciously making, you know, that, that first step for me, I use an app called things and you can find that on like an iPhone or a Mac or an iPad. There are also really good apps like Todoist that you can find uh, and do all kinds of stuff with that. And it doesn't have to be some kind of, you know, the most scientifically elite way of being productive or whatever. Those kinds of things don't work regardless of what the, the companies that are making them preach or the people who have invented these systems preach because in the end, productivity is about making sure that you are comfortable and you're able to approach these things that you have to do in a comfortable way. Um, for me, I know, Alex, you've got your whole notes app system and that's awesome and that's a really easy, super, super accessible way of getting things done a calendar is also super, super important or an agenda, something like that, whether it is written down like one of those big calendar books that your mom probably keeps in the kitchen, like nailed to a wall or the Apple calendar app. I know I use that on my iPhone, anything like that to keep in touch with your exams, your tests, the dates of your projects, quizzes, keeping a test calendar, but also a calendar of just all of the little things in your life, whether they're recurring events or just one-off events, that helps me get a much better understanding of what I'm approaching from every week. You know, 
every Sunday, like before I go to bed, I look at what I have to do for the next full week. And I think about how can I prioritize everything that I'm doing so that I can have free time to, to spend with my friends and make real meaningful experiences in high school. Um, but I also think about how I can chip little parts of some ongoing, you know, big projects. How can I chip little parts of those off over time? It's a really, really useful tool. Finally, with the, the whole thing about apps and the practices that we enjoy using, um, I think that more than anything, that is the most important thing. Finding systems that work for us as students, that is the way that we prioritize our lives, that we can you know, become more productive. It's through getting to enjoy the things that we use. I know that I, and I've, I've turned a couple other people onto it because I love it so much, and I think that they're actually enjoying it too, I really enjoy using this app called Notion to take notes and keep tables. It's really hard to explain, but I would go onto their website. It's notion.so, that's S-O, um, and I would research it. It's an incredible app. You can do so much in it, but it's also more than anything. It's just something that I like to use. It's fun for me to use it and put all of the things that I need to have for a given day or for a class or just notes that I need to keep for my life in general, it's so easy to put them in there and it's so fun to do it. I know also like, I prefer organization, but you don't have to, right? There are so many different ways that we can make ourselves happy because the happier that we are approaching some kind of task, the more easy it's going to be for us to get that thing done in the future. Alex, you know, any thoughts? Definitely. Um, if you're going into, if you're like trying to sit down and study and you're just really stressed and uh, just not happy with life and everything, it'll be really hard to just sit down and get everything done for the next day. But if you approach it with a positive attitude, you can get a lot more done and um, study better and everything. Yeah, I think that also that kind of accumulates in this whole debate about, you know, should you use a Windows laptop? Should you use like a MacBook? I know I use an iPad to do things because it's a little weird for some people to think about. The systems that make us the happiest will make us the most productive and will make us the most comfortable in approaching these kind of things. It's really, really important. And if you haven't already taken that step to find and identify the systems that you enjoy using, like I would absolutely recommend that as the first step, not even thinking about the habits that you want to set, not even thinking about, you know, finding these tools. What do you like in terms of a, a system? For me, I need some place to sit down on. Like I have a PC, I need some place to sit down on and do my work. Because like if I'm trying to, I have a laptop too, if I'm trying to do work in my bed, it's super easy for me to just get distracted and even sleep. I do that a lot. Um, so I need a place to like just sit down, do my work so I don't fall asleep or get distracted in any, other, in any other way. So it's really important for me just to use my computer and not a laptop. It's my way of studying. Totally, dude. I feel the same way. Like I need a nice clean desk to get anything done and I'm sitting at it now and it just kind of makes me satisfied that I'm sitting here at a nice like almost like a blank canvas for what I'm going to do with my homework and what I'm going to do with these creative projects like this podcast, you know, that's a fantastic way to start 
Well, I think that just about uh, sums everything up for this episode of Two Productive Teens. Thank you so, so much for listening. Please share with your friends, or if you don't want to share this podcast with other people, try and apply these things to your own life. That's why we're making this in the first place. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. See you later.